0: Join Scotty and Ants October 15th, noon to 3, 185 West, 12th Street, Sweet Sea in Ogden. Customers at Bright Star Wireless Sprint will receive a free liquid screen protector for your Android or Apple device while supplies last. That is October 15th, Bright Star Wireless and Sprint, 185 West, 12th Street, Sweet Sea in Ogden. It's time now to talk BYU football with Brian Kill, former Cougar linebacker. He joins us part of the Red and Blue every Friday. We had Kyle Gunther on a, an hour ago to talk Utes. Now Brian is here to talk Cougars. Brian, good morning.
1: Good morning, fellas. How you guys doing?
0: Good. I'm wondering what your anticipation is for this game. What is the word that captures your emotions as BYU gets ready to go to South Florida and play?
1: Uh, shoot, I probably... Um realign um, we I, I think the first the first four games of our season um, were uh, not not perfect but um, pretty pretty good like optimal you know, we we were two and two with two good wins um, over you know however you want to look at it you know good programs and um, and two losses to two really good teams. And, uh, and then, you know, you look at the outlook on the season, and it's a very, very positive outlook. And then we go to Toledo and have a snooze fest and lose a game we shouldn't have lost. And it just puts doubt on the whole season, puts doubt on the program, puts doubt on where we are, the progress that we've made, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what I would like to see us is to realign, get back on course. It's a game we should win. We're predicted to win. The, the, the spread has us winning. Um, we should have a better team. So go take care of business. Get back on course, and you know, get back on the track of finishing the season properly.
2: Uh, that's interesting you say that because I think you're right about you know you're not really sure. It, Utah loses to SC, and I don't think there was a ton of lack of resolve. And then they come back and they just blitz Washington State and now we're all expecting them to win the South. But you have BYU, they came out of it 2-2 two and two with two good wins. They lose to Toledo and it's like somehow the sky is falling. Why do you think that is?
1: I think it's because it was and, and not a knock on Toledo. I, I know they're a capable team. Um, but we should have beat them. We had the game in hand. Um, you know, and look, I mean, we come out and throw a 75 yard touchdown to start the second half. And we're up 14, three in control of the game. And it kind of like, I thought we were just kind of going to march to a 20 point victory. And we just, I don't know. It's just weird. The the way that we, that we let them hang around and then started playing crappy defense and they scored and then they tied it up. And then we throw a pick and they take the lead. And, and, and you know, and a lot of people want to fault, you know, that pick didn't lose us the game. You know, we lost the game before that pick happened. And even before we that pick happened, you know, they were marching down to go win the game with a field goal anyway. Um, and it was just a, a really good fumble played by, by our linebacker to even get the ball back at that point. So, anyway, the, the point is, you know, the game got out of hand. And I think to answer your question why it, it kind of – Deflated our sales so much is because it was a game we're supposed to win and we had the game in hand. And over the last kind of couple of years, this is the stuff we've talked about. This is the stuff we've struggled with is winning the games we're supposed to.
0: So that brings us full circle back to South Florida with two inexperienced quarterbacks with a South Florida team that struggles to run, but a BYU team that struggles to stop the run, do you have the first idea what's gonna happen in this game?
1: I, I really don't. Um it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm super high on um on on Hall, even though even though he is inexperienced, um I you know, known the kid his whole life. He's just just a fantastic kid, and has got all sorts of potential. That doesn't necessarily just because he has potential doesn't necessarily mean he's just going to come be gangbusters. But he has the ability to do it, and so I'm excited to see him. Talked to his dad the other day. His dad was excited for people to see what he's capable of, and um, just just looking forward to it. And then so, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, I, I, I'm I'm anxious. You know, I'm optimistic and uh, also anxious. And then on the defensive side of the ball, I'd just like to see us just play a great, solid game of of defense. And we, I think we really the only game this year that I I would classify that as was against USC, where we had a great game plan, we executed the game plan, we took away their strength, and um, and it it really was just a really all-around great effort defensively. That's the only game that I could say that. For us, this whole year, and so I would like to I like to see us play a great defensive game.
2: How about you? What do you think? Is there any type of significance in that they're going to start for the first time an African American at quarterback?
1: I think it's great. Um, I, I I don't think it. There's a lot of people you know that are all about breaking glass ceilings and pushing the boundaries, and you know I'm not I'm not on that level. I mean I I do think it's great. I think um, diversity is great. Um uh, Jared has the same racial makeup as myself. Um, both black and white, um, multicultural, ethnic. Um, I, you know, I, I think it's, it's good for BYU. I think it's good for recruiting. I think it's, there, I think there's a lot of good. I don't think it's, you know, a, a huge story' it's some big groundbreaking thing. Um, but I, but I think it is big and I think it's cool. And, and, uh, you know, I saw a comment where, where Jaron said, you know, he was, he was proud to, to do that. And, and I would be too. I think it is, it is cool. You have a school that historically has had fantastic quarterbacks and they all have been of, of one particular type. And it is kind of cool to be the first of something else. So, um, I, I know I'm kind of speaking out of both sides of my mouth on that, but. To answer your question, yes, I do think it's cool. I don't think it's as big of a deal as some people might.
0: How? What kind of learning curve do you expect for him? There's got to be one, but his dad was a player, and we've seen that that gets guys coached up and maybe keeps an emotionally unkeel a little more, you know, a little more even keel there. Does all of that pay off, or uh, well, we're just talking about stuff, waiting for the game to get here, and who knows.
1: Yes, yeah, so I was listening to Colin Cowherd the other day, and he said some stuff that it was just spot on. He was just talking about the progression of young quarterbacks these days, even just to 10 years ago. And he was specifically talking about the NFL, but obviously it's the same in college. Um, you know, kids now, as, as, when they're quarterbacks growing up, they have coaches, and they go to camps, and they go to clinics, and they work on mechanics year-round. It's just such a different game. Than it was even just 10 years ago, and you know he pointed out how many people there are that that's their living. You're like John Beck; that's that's his living is coaching up these young quarterbacks. And so you know, to Jaron, he has benefited from that culture. He's grown up in that culture, and he's had that. He's gone to those camps. He's had that coaching from very, very capable, very talented people. So that helped him. The, The learning curve is steep. Going from from high school to college, it's a big jump. And the the, the toughest position to do it is quarterback because mentally it's the hardest position on the field, not even close. And um, just the the amount of things going through your head, pre-snap and post-snap at quarterback are just just astounding. And that jumps up drastically from high school to college. So it's going to be a steep learning curve. And – I, I, he's capable, he's a smart kid, he's sharp, he's talented, he's capable of doing it. That doesn't necessarily mean he'll just come out and be great, but I do, I, I, I have high hopes for him. I think he'll come, up, come out, and I think he's going to lead our offense, and I think we're going to be good.
2: So it seems like it's a funny situation with BYU. If they lose this game, somehow we have them losing uh, Boise and Utah State before they even played it. So all of a sudden they're 2-6, and six. And but puts all sorts of pressure, at least from the fan perspective, on this game that they've got to get to three and three because if they lose this one, then they're in a world of hurt the rest of the way. Do you think that type of stuff seeps down to the players and they hear it and then they feel pressure?
1: Um, you know, I don't. I don't know how much the players, and I, I hope they're not looking ahead and thinking about Boise at all. I don't know how much they are doing that. I. The coaches will tell you they don't. You, you know as well as I do that coaches are thinking about that. I mean, it's their livelihood, and their jobs are on the line, and those things are important. So you know the coaches are thinking about that. And, um, yeah, things. if we lose this game, the next two games are tough. Obviously, Boise is a very, very good football team, and Utah State is capable, and they've outplayed us the last couple of years. So if we lose this game, then yeah, you know we could be sitting at two and six really quick, and um, headed to a disaster disaster of a season. So, um, I you know must win games. I don't really. I think to me every game is a must win game. But I mean this is a critical game, and it goes back to what I said. That's why that Toledo loss hurt so much, and, and, and why a loss here would would be just as devastating, if not more devastating, as they're both games we're supposed to win. And um, so you just got to go out there and take care of business when you're, and do what you're supposed to do and then surprise people here and there when, when you can. But take care of what you're supposed to do. That's the way I see it.
0: The running game is among the uh, ten worst in the country. Do you think they can get that thing juiced up and going?
1: Yeah, I think um, they're going to – my guess is they'll, they'll run, run the ball more. Being Jaron's first start, take some pressure off him. Um, I mean, it just it sucks that that um, um, Deshaun got hurt, and um, it it sucks for him, sucks for offense. Um, he, he was obviously capable. I think he was our best back, and um, you know we should have been giving him the ball more the whole season. Um, we do have guys who are good and are capable, and and so basically, it's on them to step up. And, you know, now's your chance. You look at football, a lot of football. I mean, there's so many fantastic players that get their chance because of somebody else's injury. And it's unfortunate for the other person that got injured and then the person who has the opportunity to to rise and shine. You know, it's your chance. So go go do it. So, you know, those running backs, I would love to see them step up and, and be the dude.
0: All right, Brian, we appreciate a few minutes. Hold your breath. Watch the game tomorrow. See how this shakes out since anything seems possible.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at that point in the season, so hold the breath is right. Thanks, guys.